I'm really, really good. How good? I've been called the songbird of my generation by people who've heard me. That good. It's a good radio podcast. Hello, hello, my beautiful people. It is your buddy and pal, Fanboy Will here. And guess what? It is time for another episode of the Kill Your Radio podcast. It is season four, and it is episode two. And if this is your first time listening to the show, let me just start by saying the stuff we are going to be playing today is certainly not our ordinary uh, type of music we do here. Uh, today we have decided to do something a little bit different. Uh, <laughs> whether you look at it as a treat to the ears or an outright curse, we are going to do something today that is going to be playing nothing but music we consider so bad that it just has to be good. There's nowhere else for it to go uh, at this point. So we are going to be playing you some questionable tunes uh, from some interesting acts and we do hope you enjoy it. Uh, we're going to start things off on today's show with Tapestry Blue. After that, it's James Canup, Lucille Cataldo, BJ the Messenger, Titty City, John Dacre, Toasters and Moose, Nobody. And the last song of the day will be provided by none other than BJ Snowden. It will certainly be an interesting listening experience for everyone, so we do hope you stick around to sample all we have to offer today. Should be fun, and of course, after the music is finito, I will be joined by my good buddy, ZombieBot, to discuss everything we've played today, and of course, just uh, shoot the shit like we always do here on the show. So, hey man, uh, should be a fun one. Stick around. Close my eyes. My eyes are nothing, baby. Nothing but 
called Looking for City. Die. 
never say any millions, never say goodbye. There will be a savior, and it happens to come. That's all I'm doing. So see ya. Our homes Hey yo, this is Pat. What's up? This is Jesse. And Deerte. And, and we, we are Spam, Spam Caller. And you are listening to the Kill Your Radio podcast with Fanboy Will and Zombie Bye. Hairdresser, 
My good people, it is I, Fanboy Will, and this is the Kill Your Radio Podcast. I, of course, am joined, as always, by my co-host. What is going on, ZombieBot? Yo, what's going on, man? How you doing? Uh, I'm doing good, man. We have got a uh, kooky show today. This is uh, this is definitely stepping outside of our, uh, our, our normal range of programming, uh, just to have a little bit of fun. It's true. Uh, but... But in case you've probably wondered by by listening to the beginning of this, what the hell we're doing? Because uh, we obviously, if you're hearing this, you've already heard the uh, the music. Uh, we are playing nothing but absolutely horrible and and just it just uh, I guess strange music today. Would Wacky be a good way music. To say it. Wacky kind of weird music that yeah, you're wondering how do these people record this? Why did they record this? That kind of thing. But uh, I would say a majority of this stuff. Uh, was all pretty much discovered from Adam. Adam was just looking through uh, YouTube. Looking through YouTube, yeah. And I came across this show as an old public access show from New York that neither of us remember, called Terribly to Stardom. Actually, let's backtrack to something wacky that we both discovered today. Actually, or last night. That's actually we want to play is mushroom music. Yeah, that stuff's trippy, man. I I had absolutely no idea that this was a fucking thing, but it blew my mind when I saw that. And it's not people taking mushrooms making music. It is. There's plenty of that. It's <laughs> mushroom are the instrument. These people are yeah using them as electronics, I guess. And it's fucking. It's actually good music, though. So it's really cool. Like uh, basically, what it is is the 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 mushrooms are basically as they grow and as they live, they're they're giving off electrical impulses like we do as human beings. But instead of, you know, obviously they're not sitting there with a little miniature guitar. That would be funny as fuck. But <laughs> what's happening is that the electrical impulses are then plugged into like an electrode that the guy is putting into the plant. And then that in turn is going into a synthesizer. And then the synthesizer is synthesizer. Synthesizer is basically turning that impulse into a note or some sort of a, some sort of a tone. And if you get enough of them all together, you're actually making music with all these different tones. So it's basically just a collection of like. And the funny thing is that each different mushroom gives off different vibrations, and notes, and and like in like in like sequences of music. Yes. So it's really fucking cool. I want to find and some. This is something. 
I had no idea what this was. I you showed it to me. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" But it's actually good, so we will we will uh, play that eventually as a real. Thing. Oh hell yeah! But not today. Today we're playing the. Today we are playing stuff that again, like we said, this is a lot of stuff that's basically uh, we we kind of tickled off of. Uh, we ripped the audio off of these videos that we that we happen to catch on YouTube, and we brought them to you, of course, uh, in little audio snippets, so you got to enjoy them. Minus the videos, the videos are 110 percent worth watching. If you don't, if you if if you kind of like think these are funny or you like the song or whatever, it's 110 percent worth going to YouTube and actually tracking the videos down. As far as I can see, each and every one of these things that we're playing today, these all have videos. They all do. There's nothing on here that doesn't have a video. So you can watch all of these. Two of these are my favorite. I think you know the two. But uh, it's actually um, number one, the first song we played. Okay. And Oh, yeah, uh, that's that's definitely up there for sure. You know, um, yeah. And then the one you've been humming all day. Just because they're yes. so bad, they're good. But um, <laughs> But anyway, uh, like we always do, we, we you know we brought you this that that first block of music, and the first block was probably the I'd say the granddaddy of the show. This has got to be the one that me and Adam have been doing nothing but talking about since this fucking thing was discovered by Adam. And he was like, "Check this out," and we both watched it. And I couldn't believe what I was hearing, what I was seeing. Um, but ladies and gentlemen, the first song we brought to you today was by a group by the name of Tapestry, Tapestry Blue. Blue, and that's spelt B-L-U. Uh, the name of that song is My Heart's in Rapture, and it goes way back to 1987. That was a song that was performed live on something called Stanley Tonight's Rocket to Stardom. This guy was got, not a they, rock and roll fan. He's just doing his no, thing. No, um, absolutely not. And he, he brings them on. First of all, the singer called uh, <laughs> Guillaume. Yeah, he, uh, he, 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 at the end, the guy asks, you know, what's your name? What do you play? Whatever. So he says to the lead singer, and, and what do you go by? And he goes, my name is William, but actually I go by Guillaume. That's the French. He's the most arrogant fuck, this guy. He just want to like... He doesn't smack him. He doesn't like Devo. He calls them what pretentious, right? No, passe. Oh, I was he calls like, him passe. You, you fucking wish. He calls him passe, but he that, really likes Pet Shop Boys. He likes Pet Shop Boys, and I think like uh, New Order, maybe. I don't know, like or Depeche Mode. Some, somebody like probably, yeah. He likes the European uh, kind of new wave at the time, which again I like it. So I'm not saying that stuff is bad. But he fucking wishes he can get even close to sounding like that. His voice? Oh, my. Where, where are we going with this? I mean, you heard it. You heard it. <laughs> you came uh, back from listening. You heard it. It's... He sounds like... Some... It sounds like his fucking nuts are being crushed out of vice. He's He sounds like he's trying to sing Prince songs in a shower. That's... Yeah. That's, that's definitely a good way of putting it. He's trying to get those notes. You know, he's trying to get up there. Mm-hmm. But he just... He can't seem to do it. And his and mustache. Then, his mustache and, looks like someone fucking blew out a candle with a fart and then used the wick to draw a mustache. <laughs> That's pretty accurate. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with that. I was going to say, like, if you had, if you had like, a Sharpie, the Sharpie was dying, and you just kind of would just try to get that last bit of ink out, and they just kind of tried to draw the mustache out with that dying marker, you know? Have you ever blown out a candle with a fart? I have not, but I'd be willing to bet I could definitely do it. Do you have any candles? Uh, I do, but I, I, I'm, I'm way too scared. <laughs> Especially after I've been drinking, I don't trust myself. There's no there's no way. Oh, my ball! <laughs> the whole curtain goes up. 
<laughs> it'd be a <laughs> like a. Why did you do it by the paper curtain? Like the you know opening scene of a uh, Revenge of the Nerds. Yep. Oh, but I got a Revenge of the Nerds book on eBay for five bucks. If I got to show it to you, um, five bucks. It's a a book that came out like right around the same time as the movie, and it comes with like an nice. iron-on patch. It was like five bucks on oh, eBay. That's awesome. And the patch was in there. The patch is still in there. I didn't use it. I might get a second one just to use the patch, but hell yeah, you gotta use that patch. Except those iron-on patches, the shirt lasts three washings and then it's done. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's what it is—a t-shirt patch. Yeah, is that what it is. Like an iron-on. Back in the day, yeah. Like when you wanted to do like a get a Star Wars shirt back in the day. Remember, you didn't get them. Yep. You had to make them. That was like the original thing. Remember those? When you're uh, 300 like us. We had to do things like that back in the day. Remember those uh, stores that sold nothing but iron-on shirts? And they would make it yes. for you? I wanted to get a ghost... Uh, I think I've told that story on here before. The Ghostbusters t-shirt yes. story. Where I, I wanted one so bad. This is before they made, you know, shirts like they do today. You had to literally get them made. So I went to the local mall, which is right next to me, trying to get it made. It was a fucking nightmare. Because everybody wanted a Ghostbusters shirt. So they were all trying to get it done, whatever. I got my Ghostbusters shirt. I remember they were already made. And then they handed out a little thing of slime with it. Oh, that's awesome. You know that thing of slime now is probably worth like 50 bucks. Oh, hell yeah. If you have the shirt and the slime together, forget about it. Except, you know, at the time I was a kid, small. Can't wear that anymore. Right, but still, people would still buy the fucking shirt and the thing. You know? If you had them both together and put it in like in a frame or something. Yeah, but you got to get that Revenge of the Nerds book, dude. It's dope. That's cool. Is it a is it a uh, adaptation? No, it's it? like, I didn't, haven't really gone through it too much, but it's just like a, a, a nerd guide. So it has like a picture of like oh, that's Booger cool. and stuff like that. I like stuff that. like that better actually. You know? I still don't know why yeah. Booger was considered a nerd. He was just a scumbag. You think he would get along? I know, with he was just a complete more. derelict. Right. They'd just be like, oh, this He would have been he would have been considered like a burnout. Yeah. He, he wouldn't have been a nerd. No, he would have been hanging out with the jocks because he would just get drunk. He would have been the wasteoids in the in the burnouts. Or he would have been the guy down. trying to hang out with the jocks, but they're like, okay, yeah. Right. Don't you know, don't fuck him, but let him get around, you know? He would have been the guy, like, just fucking destroying parties, like, going to parties and just totally fucking up the house he went to. But he wasn't in high school. particularly that smart. That was me. <laughs> that was basically me. That was you. But it wasn't like he was smart. Yeah. Damn but anyway, I... let's let's not get too far off track here. Let's, yeah. Let's get back to this, this wonderful song. Uh, but anyway, as I said, the name of the song is My Heart's in Rapture. And, of course, you've got two guys. The man we just mentioned before, William or Guillaume, and his good buddy, Nico. And Nico uh, is the gentleman who is playing uh, basically a ripoff of... It's like blue, It sounds like Blue Monday, kind of. But it's not, like a watered-down yeah. Blue Monday on, the, on his little Casio. I don't know what the fuck. Or Yamaha, whatever the fuck it is he's using. Keyboard. And... Uh, Again, this was performed live on Stanley Tonight's Rocket to Stardom, a San Diego public access show. So this was, I guess, only in that area. So no one would have seen this. The only way that this probably got discovered was somebody taped this at one point in time, had it on VHS, and then they were going through a bunch of old tapes. And they were going, hey, remember this show? Put it on and went, oh my God. And they discovered this thing. Yeah. And they just uploaded it immediately to fucking YouTube. Thank God they did because... I love it. Man. Uh, I'm actually wishing that we got more of this, these guys, because I mean, I could just imagine what else would have, would have happened if these guys were able to do a couple more songs and we were able to hear them. But I don't know if this is true or not, but I do a lot of research when I have bands on the show. I like to try and look at the, to the past and see if I can get a little information, especially when it's somebody as elusive as this, where they've only done like one thing and then they kind of disappear. I like to try and find dirt. 
But these guys, I really didn't find anything. The only thing I did find, but I don't know if this is true, that uh, supposedly in the San Diego area, they were big in the... This almost sounds like a joke. They were big in the coffee shop circuit, which I don't doubt. Because think about it. What was one of the places you could play gigs? You could play in a coffee house. Yeah. So it, it, it does make sense that in the 80s, when this music was the biggest... That they'd be like, what do you guys do? Oh, we play kind of a, you know, Pet Shop Boys type sound. They'd be like, okay, it's on the fucking radio. You can do it, you know? So I wouldn't doubt it. It might be true. It might just be somebody being a wise ass, but that's what I found. I also heard there would be know. no 31G records without Tapestry Blue. Right. Of course. Uh, you know, if, if you're listening 31G, you have, to, you, have to, you have to bow down to the gods that are Tapestry Blue because you wouldn't be selling records today. But... Uh, <laughs> My they God. are the birth of the whole San Diego. Uh, Hell yeah, man! Scene. They started fucking. They started that whole thing, you know. But uh, anyway, uh, again, like we mentioned at the beginning, uh, at the end of their set, if you watch the entire video, the announcer is this clueless guy who has no clue about music, and he's like, "So, what, you guys? You know, would you consider yourselves like Devo?" And that's where they're like, "Oh, they're way too passe. We're more like Pet Shop Boys and." You know, crowded house or whatever the fuck they said. I, I can't remember what they said. I, I can't remember the second one. I think I remember Pet Shop. I, I can't either. It was like New Order, maybe or or somebody like that. New Order or Depeche Mode, one of the two. I think. Yeah, it was one of the two. It's got to be because those were the big ones at the time. Um. But, so yeah, these guys. Uh, you know, I hope you enjoyed it because man, we must have listened to this thing between the two of us. I don't know how many fucking times. When I sent it to you, you were in the worst mood that day. <laughs> I really was. And I had to remind I'm like, this is not going to make me laugh. And I, was, I had to remind you about it like an hour later. I'm like, did you watch that video? You're like, no, no, no. Mike, I sent it again. Like, watch now. And then you like watch it like three times in a row and you were loving it. <laughs> it's so bad. I'm, I'm glad he did because, man, whenever I am, that, that that happens to be a tradition now. Whenever I'm in kind of a shitty mood, I'll put this on just to kind of give me a boost. And it just makes me fucking laugh every single time. And you're so always thank in you, a Adam, shitty mood. We both are. Oh, yeah. Well, that's that's just fucking life, you know? Then, oh, so God, we played is. another terrible one over there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was followed up by another banger uh, by a gentleman by the name of James Knupp. That's C-A-N-U-P-P. And for all of you people who listen to the show, and I know you do, that are religious music fans, uh, this was a cover of a church song, song by the name of Looking for a City. Oh, uh, and supposedly, supposedly this song is the one he's like, and he brags about it. He's like, at the beginning, did you watch the yes. whole video? At the beginning, he's like, I'm kind of well-known for this one. And I'm like, there's a reason you're well-known for this one. You butcher it. <laughs> it. It sounds like you're fucking neutering a cat when you're, when you're fucking play, singing the song. Oh, my God. This guy's voice. I can't. He looks, they, the guy looks like he's like a weird peeping Tom at Denny's back. <laughs> Peeping Tom. At Denny's. Like, you know, you're like... You're, you're taking a shit at Denny's, and he's just like peeping over your fucking... That's so true, that's why I'm laughing. You just see the brim of his serious colored glasses. I can't. Oh my god, I'm dying. It is so funny, because if you watch the video, it totally does look like that. Oh my god. And he's <laughs> peeping Tom at Denny's. <laughs> and the motherfucker has a calculator counting everybody, like, by the day. He'll be like, Monday, 17. <laughs> Disgusting freak. 
I can't. <laughs> oh, I just like what would make this even funnier is if the music was playing as I was talking about it because <laughs> it's so bad. Oh. oh my god! It almost sounds like when a mosquito kind of gets that high pitch, and they're like in your ear, like me, like that's the note he hits with with this oh. song. Oh my god, this oh. guy. <laughs> But anyway, uh, like I said, it's a church song looking for a city, and he performs this with his church. This is the Gospel Light Baptist Church out in North Carolina. Uh, and as far as I know, I was kind of doing a little uh, digging, and uh, he still is in the area, I believe. Uh, I think he may... I, I don't want to say his personal business, so it's kind of fucked up. He may be say. on a sex list? Where he kind of works, right? I'm not going to say that, because I don't want the guy to get bothered, but... Yeah, he is still in the area. Let's put it that way. I'm not going to get too personal and give away his information, but no. from what I understand, he is still in the area, and I think he's still doing the singing every once in a while. He may, but uh, the funny, he may be a <laughs> here, ladies. Here goes Adam. <laughs> Go ahead. He might be a ladies strangler. <laughs> oh my god, I can't. Uh, oh god, he gets so angry when he sees a pretty woman. He gets so angry. He's like, He's like I'm gonna fucking kill her. <laughs> <laughs> he may be on the sex offenders list in like seven states. Just saying. <laughs> oh my God. Looking for a city. <laughs> oh, God. Motherfucker loves getting shoes. Motherfucker loves getting shoes at JCPenney. He totally does. But anyway, another kind of funny little tidbit about this one. The original video of this song, the one, obviously the, the person who posted it is the original. The original uploader or whatever. That video was quickly taken down because he was getting like pelted with insults. Because it was so bad that he was getting hammered like, you suck. You should, you know, <laughs> never, you know, play this video ever again. You're insulting the church. You're blah, blah, blah. You can't sing. So supposedly he got so, you know, upset by all these people that were berating him that the video, the original post came down. But somebody had access and they up re-uploaded it. So the, the video that you're seeing now on YouTube is actually somebody else taking it and and just uploading it again. If it was up to Mr. Knopp, I'm sure you would never see this again. Oh, never. This but, video uh... would... <laughs> oh, my God. Just saying. Uh... But anyway, yeah, that was uh, the wonderful uh, looking for a city. Uh, and after that uh, was another favorite of uh, Adam and myself. That was the very talented Lucille Cataldo uh, with her song "Hairdresser." It's actually a bit of a medley. That you got you got two and one in that one. You got "Hairdresser" and "Teasel Louise." Um, but I feel kind of bad talking about this one because, unfortunately, Lucille Cataldo uh, passed away fairly recently. Uh, so, uh, rest in peace, of course, Lucille. And here's the thing about Lucille, okay? Her singing isn't that bad. It's not. No. She's a competent enough singer. The The only thing is that the song is weak, and and she kind of jumps all over the place in the song. You know what I mean? If yeah. she's just given like a focus to be okay, this is what it's going to be. It's a couple notes you got to hit here and there, but instead, it's all over the place and jumping around. This is the one that I started our obsession with "Stereo to Stardom." Was right. this video I came across, and this is kind of what started our obsession with finding all these bad songs. She does this. There's also a video. For... I'm still thinking about the list, guy. <laughs> about the what? 
Danny's peeper. <laughs> this is the one that started it. She actually also covers the theme from Arthur, which will make anyone cry. Um, yeah, man, Arthur's theme. Yeah, she actually does a pretty good job with that one. If you you can look that one up, Lucille Cataldo, it'll just be Arthur's theme, and I believe it's on the same show. But it her um, outfit in this video, stone. it it seems like a shiny Michael Myers outfit or something. Yeah, it's kind of kind of weird, like almost like a like a what do you call them? Like a like a boiler suit. They call them in Britain. Yes, that's just like an all all day work suit. You know, you just one piece, you zip it up, zip it up the front. I mean, she actually looks like she would be. Bev Goldberg's friend. Oh, totally. Oh, well, this video is, you know, it's from 1984, so it's of the time it's for sure. It's of the time. It's not um, recent, but, uh... No. Actually, here's one for you. The band that does the Stairway to Stardom theme are All yeah. the King's Men. They're that one who do... Uh, oh, get out of here! The Neil Diamond guys? The Neil Diamond guys, yeah. Okay, we'll, we'll talk about them, yeah. But, yeah, there's another band, uh, uh, All the King's Men, or The King's Men. What All the it? King's Which Men. And they... All the King's Men. <laughs> Yeah, they, uh, the song's not bad, it's just his dance moves are what get you. Okay, yeah, I mean, again, the guy does a cop, a cover, a copy. He does a cover of, uh, Neil Diamond's, uh, was it Coming to America? Uh, yeah. Or America? I can't America. remember the fucking name of it. Coming to America is a great America. movie, but, uh, yeah. They're coming to America! Unfortunately, the sequel was terrible. Uh, but, yeah, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, so he does a cop, uh, what is wrong with me tonight? He does a cover of America... Were you listening to Forbidden or something? Did you ever, you know, the band Forbidden, the uh, their live album? Right before they do Victims of Changes, they go, "This is a Judas Priest copy," and then they go, "Victim of Changes." They, they they get the name a little bit wrong and stuff, and they go, "Victim of what?" And then they go into it, but yeah, they say Judas Priest copy instead of cover. Also, also, I forgot to mention uh, with our first act, Tapestry Blue, another thing I forgot to mention was at the end, the host gets his name, their names completely wrong. Yeah. He says, that was William and Guillaume, which is just the one guy. <laughs> he totally forgets about uh, the other dude. Oh, God, William go. is such a dick. I go by... I, I go he by deserved that, though, because he's such an Guillaume. arrogant prick. And he's like, and he goes like, Guillaume, and he's like, what's your Anglo name? <laughs> Anglo? Oh, uh, are you circling by Guillaume? That was my name in French class in uh, yeah, I middle know. school. Go by again. But anyway, uh, let's get back to Lucille, uh, Lucille Cataldo. Uh, again, like we said before, uh, she also sang uh, a pretty decent cover of the Arthur's theme, and that was two years prior on the same show. And uh, Lucille is from or was from Staten Island, New York. And uh, besides being a singer, she was also a pretty good artist, from what I understand. So, uh, you know, it's kind of cool to find out these little things uh, that you didn't know. But again, I'm not going to go ripping into Lucille because she's, number one, not that bad. And number two, she just passed away. So you can't really, you know, me. you can't really, yeah, it's not, it's not nice. She seems like a I mean, I have, I, have a heart, I have a Grinch heart. It's there. It's just really tiny and black and shriveled. You know? But, uh, <laughs> god damn. Yeah, I mean, she's not that as bad uh, That one is just, what? <laughs> and those guys are dicks. She seems like a nice person, but, uh... <laughs> Denny's peeper. <laughs> but definitely, Lucille thinks she's really good. That's another part, yeah. Like, all these people, I think, are convinced that they're like, yeah, man, where's my ticket? You know, I'm, I'm going to the fucking big leagues, you know? She thinks she's the I next... I need that contract. She's like, I am the next Pat Benatar... This yes. public access show 
is going to get me to my stardom because everyone gets discovered from public access. I mean, I'm sure it's happened here and there. Maybe. But, you know, I, I mean, BC not boys, very often. They, they were on yeah. a cable access show yeah. you, you, when he's like wearing the green jacket and they're doing White right. Shadow. But, so, um, yeah. you know. I miss cable. We all gotta, as the as the saying goes, we all gotta get we all gotta get our start somewhere, you know. And uh, some of these people, yeah, they've done it on the public access stage and been discovered and made it to, to bigger and better things. I some wish... have just been remained obscurity, you know, in, in the in the halls of obscurity, and uh, I and wish just never kind of made it. No, I wish cable access was still a thing, like really big. Yeah, because I think you and I would have a fun, fucking hilarious show just us sitting on. Oh, this. we we would. It would be very inappropriate, that's for sure. Cable access and, instead uh, of a podcast. I'm sure we get a lot of calls that people would be very happy with. Oh no, like, <laughs> who do you think you are? And then of course you'd be drunk, so you'd be ready. To take your fucking ass down here. <laughs> the best is when they have a public access show with the call-ins, and people just call in and like make farts into the phone. <laughs> And you're like, you call. Or they scream. They would scream. I wonder who does that. They just call people and scream into the phone. I don't know anyone who does that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bleaker bobs. <laughs> <laughs> like a fucking barbarian on a war battlefield. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. We got another. Oh block man. But after <laughs> after this next break, we'll be back with more uh, uh, fantastic music. And, of course, we'll be back to talk about it. And that's going to happen after this. Stay tuned. Hey everybody, this is Hunter Steele from Gubbles. You know the band that makes the songs that sound like this? If you want more songs that sound like this, you came to the right place because you're listening to the Kill Your Radio podcast with Fanboy Will and Zombiebot. Crackhead to crackhead, you still haven't changed. You're still messing with the stuff that eats up your brain. You used to worry about your looks when you looked all right. But what you should have been worried about is your life. Crackhead to crackhead, you really look a mess with your free bass and buff stinking mule train breath. Now, did you ever wake up, your face stuck to the pillar? Did your mama ever call you an ugly gorilla? You're a crackhead. Tell him again, EJ. Crackhead. Leave, 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 leave it alone. <laughs> For 
jackhead to crackhead, you know that you're wrong. Cause I can smell your body over the, over the telephone. Now with your peanut head, you never be the best until you get your butt together. Then you pass the test for a nickel and a dime. You commit a crime, but when the judge throws the book, can you stand the time? Push a man on the corner dead selling death. You better stop your way of living and help yourself. This growing all the youth each and every day. We are the tossy butt in jail and throw the key away. You're a crackhead. No lie. Tell him again, EJ, what are they? Crackheads. Leave, 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 leave it alone. Crackheads. to be an A student trooper in your school but now you're standing on the corner acting like a fool smoking crack all day wasting your life away you better stop and listen to my heavy rap today listen life is too sweet why well, throw it away for a $20 high when you get your pay now hey brothers and sisters have you lost your head if you keep smoking crack you're gonna end up dead you're a EJ tell them one more time crackhead leap 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 Leave it alone. Crackhead. The jackhead, the crackhead, you still haven't changed. You still mess with the stuff that drives you insane. For many years ago, it was LSD. Now when you walked around bugging in society, now the times have passed. You're still high as a kite, but instead of LSD, now you're smoking a pipe. You're a crackhead. EJ, I don't think they heard you. Tell them again now. Crackhead. Leave, 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 leave it alone. You're a crackhead. All right, check this out, homeboy. What's the matter with your food? Tell me, have you learned that when you mess with the fire, your butt gets burned? Young people in the world, when the pusher man comes, just tell him to go and give his mama some. You're a crackhead. One more time, EJ. Crackhead. I don't think they heard you, EJ. Tell them again. Crackhead. One more time, you're crackhead. Leave, 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 leave it alone. One look at me and said, what the fuck is this? I said, listen up, Doc, what you're seeing is my cop. 
We got all the human parts and I'm never gonna stop cause I'm immortal. So you can suck my dick cause I'm never gonna die cause I never get sick. You can suck my dick, suck my dick. I'm never gonna die cause I never get sick. You can suck my dick, you can suck my dick. I'm never gonna die cause I never get sick. You can suck my dick, suck my dick. Never gonna die cause I never get sick. You can suck my dick, suck my dick. Never gonna die cause I never get sick. You can suck my dick. Suck my dick, suck my dick, you can suck my dick, you can suck my dick, you can suck my dick, I'm never gonna die if I never get sick. Listen, it's mom here. And listen, you listen to my son's favorite show, the Kill Your Radio Podcast, where they play all this stuff my son likes. They play punk and metal, and they play the hardcore music, and they play the hippie hop, and they play all sorts of stuff I don't like. Okay, but anyway, you should check them out because they're really great. Bye! This has been a nice uh, time for me. This year I have made 55 years teaching in this town. And for the students on this show tonight, go to the First United Methodist Church. That includes me. I go to the First United Methodist Church. Reverend Jones, Bill Jones opened our show last time, and he's not here tonight. So John Baker's here, Bob Spencer, Michelle Casey, and I all go to First United Methodist Church. So John is going to sing a song that's very popular nowadays, and it's Christ the Lord is Risen Today, and he's going to do Amora too, okay? My name is John Dacre. Lord is risen today, hallelujah. Sons of men and angels say, hallelujah. So fine that's a
Hey, 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 everybody. Uh, we are back once again, and we played you some more fantabulous music. Uh, we do hope you enjoyed, of course. Uh, we started that one off with uh, a little hip-hop. Uh, it's always good to throw a little hip-hop into the mix. Helps shake things up a bit, and we love hip-hop here. So, hey, uh, why not, if you're doing a kind of wacky show, why not play a little bit of kind of wacky off-the-wall hip-hop? And uh, we did that with a guy by the name O.B.J. The Messenger. Crackhead. Uh, and that song is Crackhead. Uh, Adam, <laughs> you want to take this one? Oh, I do. Um, well, first of all, this song is brought to you by British Knights. Oh, we forgot, everybody. We've got two brand new sponsors we'd like to thank right here at the top of the show. Uh, we failed to do it earlier, so I'm very upset that we're, and obviously we're going to be getting, you know, our, our advertisers are going to be getting mad. So we figured we'll throw in the advertisement now. We, of course, are brought to you by, like Adam said, British Knights. And who else? Come on now. L.A. Gear. L.A. Gear. That's right. British Knights So if you're LA in the Gear. mood and, or in the, in, in the market for a, a, a really good tennis sneaker... Or a basketball playing sneaker. Look no further than LA gear at British Knights, the finest in urban streetwear. You know, the footwear. finest in lime green and pink accents on your sneakers. Exactly. British Knights. If you want to look like you're wearing key lime pie on your feet, look no further than British Knights. And if you want to light up the street like a fucking UFO, LA gear. L.A. Gear's got more lights on their shoes. It's true. You know, and um, we may, you know, we're working on this now. We might be getting a sponsorship with, um, you know, a couple more companies out there. We're excited about it. Uh, I'm on the phone right now with Remco. We've been kind of working it. We've been going back and forth. Oh, Remco say, and Galoob. Galoob. Galoob and Remco. Yeah. And we've been, we've been fighting it out. Fingers crossed, cross colors. Yes. Hopefully we can make it happen, and if we can, it'll it'll be great. But uh, I, I heard some good word this morning from Dunkaroos, so it looks like that's actually going to happen. I'm so excited, and you know what else I'm excited about? Yeah. BJ the Messenger what? with Crackhead. Um, yeah, man. Uh, BJ the Messenger. That's right. That is BJ the Messenger, also known as Bernard Jones, with a song that is... Uh, this one It was coming to you live on... Uh, I think, was this one... Uh, Stereo yeah, this one was Stairway to Stardom as well. This is uh, as far but, as I know, the only hip hop act that they had on there. I um, don't remember seeing anything else. I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if they had some bad break dancers or something at one point. Was this like but ninety one? I believe wasn't it? Uh, this one is no nineteen ninety. Close nineteen ninety. Um, let's just see. It is a uh, he has a very you know very deep voice. And definitely, uh, definitely, you could consider him like an old school MC. Like I'm talking, yeah. like you know, like wow. park jams, you know, that kind of like old school MC. But 
he's doing a song, of course, about the use and abuse of crack and how it's not cool and all this. So I guess you definitely say that he's like on the positivity tip. He's like, you know, he's a positive rapper, so that's cool. But the man is wearing an orange ski mask in this video. If if you watch the actual yes. video for hey, it, I don't even. Oh my god, looks like fucking. It's kind of creepy. Yeah. I don't. I'm not in any way making fun of these people, but it almost looks. It almost looks like he's a burn victim. He does. <laughs> like they have like the mask that they wear, and because it, that's what it looks. Uh, that's what I first. That's what I thought it was. I was like, I had oh to my watch god. it twice. Like when I watch it on my phone. Yeah, that's what victim. I thought it was at first, but and it's then, not. Uh, he's just wearing like an orange ski mask. You know, and and uh, doing this song. But here's mask. the funny thing: the song is called Crackhead, right? After after doing some digging on BJ the Messenger, I happened to come across a couple more of his uh, uh, songs that are actually on vinyl. And uh, for a label called Ray Ray Records, it was kind of an obscure little label out of Jamaica, Queens. And uh, they put out, uh, I think, about three of his releases. Uh, two were of just him solo, BJ the Messenger. And another one was with a, uh, I guess, kind of like a crew he was in at the time called Boogie Down and the Keyboard Band. I don't know what the name of that song is, but you can actually, you can get all these things. They're still around. I went on eBay the other night, so I'm probably going to end up get buying them all. But uh, you can actually get all these uh, on Discogs, eBay, uh, wherever you want to uh, go and try to pick them up. But like I was saying, originally this song is titled Night Freak. This and I didn't if know. you listen to yeah. it, it's basically the same exact song as Crackhead, just the lyrics are a little changed around. So instead of Crackhead, Crackhead, whatever, it's Night Freak. You're a Night Freak. Speaking of different lyrics, did you know that Thriller wasn't the, only, wasn't the original name of it? That what? Thriller wasn't the original song. I, I think I remember hearing something. What was it again? I totally I totally can't remember now. I should have had that in my note. But uh, Thriller it had a totally different name. And like I heard it, they, I guess like with the 40th anniversary of the album, they put it right. out. And it's a, you know it's like the same exact tune, but instead of like Thriller, it was like, like I forget the name of it. And here's another kind of funny thing: that song that it's talked about, "Night Freak," is actually actually came out two years on vinyl before he did this performance on the yes. show in 1990. And another note that the orange mask matches perfectly with LA Gears. Yeah, so if you want, you can go out and get yourself a matching pair. I'm sure of ski mask orange LA Gears to go with your street mask, your street mask, your ski mask. <laughs> So if you want to go on public access and rock it, you could do that, you know? And uh, if you want to look up more from uh, BJ the Messenger, as far as I know, uh, he's he's kind of up there in age now, but he's still doing his thing. And the last thing I heard from him was kind of like almost like a kind of like a gospel-themed rap where he's doing kind of church stuff That's now. That's what you were saying, yeah. But he's an older guy now, but he's still doing his thing, and he still sounds exactly the same. He's still got the deep voice, whatever. Um, but you can also look up another song from back in the day, if you'd like, called Don't Treat Your Woman... What is it called? Don't Treat Your Woman Like a Dog. That's one of the other songs he's got on uh, on this label. Yes. Oh. Uh, so you can look that up. Starlight. That was the original name for Thriller. Starlight. Oh, okay. Yeah, that doesn't work. Doesn't work. And it wasn't Thriller. Thriller, you know, it's like, Starlight. Starlight. Yeah. But here's the thing, that one I just talked about, Don't Treat Your Woman Like a Dog, that one's on a different label. That one is on Street Rock Records, so there's actually two labels that uh, I, I was mistaken. I thought they were all on the same label. We're going to uh, get them. So if you want, we'll play them on the show. Check them out. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah, man. I'm, I'm copping those shits. I already looked them up. 
So I'm, I'm going to go and uh, pick them up as soon as I get a chance. Hell yeah. But uh, yeah, so that was uh, BJ the Messenger. After that, we had something else a little bit different. Uh, that was, a boy was it different. That was a band called Titty City. City. And uh, with their song, Everyone Dies, a band out of Chicago, Illinois, that is still doing their thing. They're still around. And they're funny. They are, as you were saying, a couple of uh, comedians. Yes, uh, they are. I don't know, former, but I know basically the entire band is composed of uh, uh, comedians. comedians. So um, they got together and figured, you know, uh, hey, we're doing the funny thing on the, you know, on the microphone telling jokes. Why don't we try some music along with it? And they... Uh, they went all out. Got together and formed it's, it. This it's, this wacky band. This is more funny than it is bad. Yeah. Um, I like how the because one... it starts off kind of bleak. It starts off like with that like this drone of like everyone dies. Yeah, that guy kind of looks dies. like uh, Craig from Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> he kind of does, and then it just goes into this off the wall fucking like rhyme from this from this well this lady in the group. It actually and she sounds, just goes off the rails with like this crazy shit. <laughs> it really sounds like a song you would hear on Portlandia. It kind of does, yeah. It almost sounds like you know, like t- to try and fill up a sketch kind of a kind of a song. It sounds like a very Portlandia type of a thing, you know. That or if SNL went really hardcore with a skit, and they were able to curse and shit. Like that's that's what it sounds. It does, like. you know. And Fred Armisen would need to be in it. I mean, it just seems like a yes. very Fred Armisen inspired which is a good thing you know this one musically it's funny so this one is more Uh hilarious than it is oh my god this sucks Um, and again competent enough with the music part of it i mean the musicianship is good enough it is um and and you know obviously the 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 hip-hop isn't meant to be taken seriously it's just meant to be you know to get a laugh and that's what they do here but you know uh, this is more kind of one of those head scratchers. I wouldn't call this one bad, bad. I would say that this one is more kind of like a what the fuck is this kind of a thing. Exactly. You know? um, is what this is. Again, you know, all uh, the first thing that came to mind was it's a, oh yeah, this seems like it would be a sketch on Portland. Totally does. I've never thought of that. That's so true. But it is. It's just that yeah. type of thing where, you know, it's great. I guess, you know, now, now that so many comedians are also musicians from the indie world, you know, like these ones, you have, you know, um, Fred and Carrie and, you know, I mean, Fred Armisen's bands were fucking great, you know, Trenchmouth. Yeah, because he, don't, you know, he's a big music fan. So. Yeah. I mean, Trenchmouth was actually a good band. They were playing yep. in the whole, like, Discord scene, you know, they were kind of hanging out with those types of bands. I believe they played with, like, Nation of Ulysses, which is awesome. Um, oh, hell yeah. No nation of Ulysses, there would be no um, refused. And then members of yeah. the nation of Ulysses, you know, they did the makeup. There would be no um, international noise conspiracy because Dennis loved those two bands. Just saying. Mm-hmm. But back to, uh, you know, back to the titty. The last the last note I have about <laughs> this uh, this group here is that that one was also from a public access show. That was live this time from a show called Psycho Babble. Uh, I don't have the city. I'm assuming it's probably Chicago. Chicago is actually pretty big for public access. It uh, really back is. In the day, they, they, they had a shitload of uh, horror host shows and stuff like that. So I can only imagine like um, yeah, no. you know, stuff like this. Oh, God. What is the name of the one where they have, like... It's the one that we were sweating for a while. What was it called again? Yeah, the one with the... The one that we were, like, obsessed with. Where they're playing, like, punk songs for kids. Right. 
Right, I forget what it was called, but that was a good one. Yeah, it has like anti scene playing and like little kids going right. crazy for anti. That's right. It's like well, we anti scene are furthest thing from kid appropriate. I know there was a couple other like they had a couple really good garage bands and punk bands. Yeah, and... they had a bunch of stuff on it. I just you know, um, gee, Dementia Thirteen. They they're from like my place, you know, from right. my area in Westchester. Dementia Thirteen played that thing, and that was just weird. I remember Jay and I were like, I said to Jay, I'm like, yeah, the Oh my god! What the fuck is the name of the show? I was just watching it like a week ago. I cannot remember, I, I, but we were sweating it for a while. That's all we talked about. Yeah, no, it was it's some good stuff. Um, it'll come back. It'll come back, you know. But um, but that wasn't the last song we played. No, it uh, isn't. We also uh, we we followed that up with another banger, another classic. Uh, this time around, it was by my man, uh, the late great John Dacre. And that that is not a uh, that was actually a medley of two songs. You're getting, uh, of course, the great hit as they call it, uh, "Christ the Lord Has Risen Today," which everybody loves, and that's Amore. Everybody knows that's Amore. That's a famous one. Everyone Christ the that. Lord Has Risen Today. If you're like a church going person, you might know it. I really don't really. know I didn't that, know but... it. I know you know the other one. Yeah. Oh, Chicagogo, by the way. That's it. Yes, you're right. The but, name uh... of the show we were just talking about. Here's a news about, uh, you know, about John um, Dacre used to sell Coke to Crazy Eddie. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. He did no, not. No, I made it up, but I, I you know, see Again, sadly, this is another person who actually, as of this recording, passed away fairly recently. I think passed away, if I remember right, in February. So Almost a year? A little bit. Just under yeah, a year. This year. Uh, Little crazy Eddie so, reference uh, over there at, for, at the age of about uh, eighty three, I think, if I remember. Yeah. And so. for anyone who's watching this, and they're from the New York, I believe New Jersey had a crazy Eddie. Yeah, I would say probably, uh, probably, probably the tri-state area. I wouldn't doubt if there's probably one in Connecticut too. There might have been, you know. But yeah, dude, there's a book that just came out for Crazy Eddie. I kind of want to get it. Yeah, we talk about Crazy Eddie a lot on this show because <laughs> we're New Yorkers. We're New Yorkers. I got a Crazy right. Eddie wallet, you know, but um. I had the shirt back in the day. A lot of yellow. people, here's the funny thing. A lot of people think that the guy you saw in the commercials was Crazy Eddie. That's not him. No. That's not it him. was like Crazy Eddie, and I think his brother, and they're both just... Scumbags. Scumbags, like embezzling money. and just, But their prices were insane. They had good prices. They were insane. They were pretty good. I mean, they were up there with Nobody Beats the Wiz. You know? came later, I think. I think that was after... I think yeah. after. Was it around the same? It was around I think cause, the same Because The Wiz has been around for a long-ass time. It now there's The Wiz, but I remember it as Nobody Can Beat The Wiz. And, uh, yeah. But Crazy Eddie, that was the most New York store ever. And uh, that and King Carol, I remember, on the Upper East Side. Another another, another bit, uh, a nugget of trivia. My first stereo system ever I bought from The Wiz. Nice. First stereo system, and I was so proud of that thing. What about Nobody Beats The Biz? Oh hell, nobody beats the biz, and he he obviously got that from nobody beats the whiz. Anybody outside the tri-state area does not know what we're talking about, but uh, that's right. Come on now, crazy Eddie. But uh, oh. let's let's get back to the subject at hand, and that subject is Mister John Daker, uh, a man who came from Peoria, Illinois, a church-going guy, and. I kind of feel bad about Mr. John Daker because John Daker was not meant to be... He wasn't looking for stardom. He wasn't looking to be famous. He wasn't looking to go somewhere with the video that just happens to show on YouTube and get 10 billion hits. This is a big video. I mean, this thing is all over the place. People talk about this. If you if you look him up, like, it's everywhere. People talking about this. Blogs and websites and blah, blah, blah. 
John Dacre, have you seen this guy? Oh my God. And But uh, the great thing about John Dacre is not only is he a bad singer, he also forgets the words. He does. Of pretty, of, of, of pretty much both the songs he's singing. He'll be he'll be in the middle of the song singing it, and he'll just completely balls out, forget what he's saying, and just continue to. But he'll hum. He'll be like, mm, "That's amore when the moon hit. Mm, that's amore." If he was around now, he would be a meme. Probably. Well, he's already a meme. He's all over the place. Yeah, I know, but like you know, his image would just be a meme. Right I mean, away. he can't. Te- he he's a car wreck all around. He can't keep time. He doesn't know the lyrics. He's out of tune. Uh, and what's even better is the intro. Yes. When he gets introed in the video by the woman, I'm convinced that she's drunk. Oh, that woman. yeah. 100%. <laughs> but if you... Uh, I, I think I might have cut that part out, the intro, or did I? I don't remember. Uh, but the introduction is even just as good as, if, if you ask me, just as good as the song itself. Because she, like, she sounds like she's got a mouthful of marbles or she's like, you know, eight, nine drinks deep. <laughs> You know, at, at the church reception that they're at before they had the they recorded this video. Oh yeah, but uh, yeah, she you can barely understand what she's saying. She introduces John Dacre, and then John just goes right into it. You know, oh. just just ripping into the track, and he's just a mess. Homegirl, uh, but here's the thing. <laughs> what did you say? I was gonna say like homegirl definitely sucked the whiskey out of Jesus's asshole. <laughs> but. But anyway, after that extremely random comment, uh, <laughs> the uh, the thing about this is, from what I surmise from my research, uh, what this was is at the time, uh, the lady who was the head of this congregation of church singers, her name was Reva Singley Cooper. That's the lady who I just talked about who was at the beginning introducing him. She uh, was basically asked the permission of everybody who was in her choir of singers to, you know, get their permission to record them as a recital. Like, I'm going to record you. We're going to practice for the next big thing we've got going on, I guess, on Sunday. We're all going to we're all going to record our bit and then we're going to, you know, and when Sunday comes, we'll get to do our thing, whatever. So this tape was not meant to get out. So we, we can't we can't hate on John Dacre much. Because, again, he wasn't looking to get famous. This was basically just, it was a happenstance. It happened because it happened. It was probably We're someone's kid you. found it or something. Yeah, exactly. Like, they go to a school play, you record your son in a play, whatever. That's basically what happened here. And somehow it got into the hands of the wrong person, and they uploaded it to the internet. But here's another thing. Not only was there that, but she also considered at one point uploading it to public access TV, and then she, in fact, did. So it wasn't only just people who had discovered it was they kind of discovered it because this lady around the time that this came out would said, you know what, I think I'm going to put this on public access. Yeah. I don't even think she asked anybody's a, a, a permission to do it. She just uploaded it to public access. That's awesome. And that's how it became as big as it did, because it was like it was probably like two, three in the morning on a Saturday night. Somebody saw this. And they were like recording it or whatever. And they were like, oh my God, what is this? Exactly. And actually, speaking of 2, 3 in the morning at a Saturday night, perfect yeah. time to wear LA gear. Oh, yeah. If you want to not, if you want to light up the city lights, the, the town that you're in, put on your LA gear. Ladies and gentlemen, this episode is brought to you by British Knights in LA gear. Thanks for the segue, Adam. Thank you. Well, you know, we got we to mention them as, as much as we possibly can this episode. 
you know? Because that's where the big that's where the big bucks start rolling in. It's true. It's really true, and it's you know it's the good stuff right there, B. We appreciate their business. We appreciate their support. You know, I'm. Are you wearing your uh, BKs right now? They sent me and Adam fifty-two pairs each of of LA gear and British Knights. I have one to match all my outfits. It's true. You and know. my hats and my fitted hats. I'm matching them all to my sneakers. It's gonna be great. We're gonna look right. awesome. A night on the town. British Knights and LA gear. I was the hit at the uh when I went to uh the block party. The local Knights of Columbus the other night. Everybody was complimenting me on my shoes. They're like, oh snap. You got them BKs? You're like, oh. They're like, not only does he have on those fly ass BKs, but he's also matching it with his members only jacket. You know, and, and I and I pulled that shit off. I was popping. I remember that shit, yo. You 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 still had your tape Walkman with uh, right. headphones that had the little foam things in your ear, blasting. That's right, the orange foam. The orange foam blasting your CNC music factory. Hell yeah! Played the shit out of that tape. That is snap. <laughs> Forgot about snap. <laughs> you laughing at motherfuckers the shit what about though everybody dance now did you just fart by the way no that was my phone oh I was just getting a couple of messages well I have a three uh dance hall Washington started following me on Instagram oh right on what's up there dance hall Washington but uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Let's let's get off Mr. Daker because, like I said, he's passed away. So we're not going to have too much fun because <laughs> uh, I'd feel kind of bad. But uh, obviously, you know, uh, he's gone, and so is uh, so is the director, Reva Singley Cooper. Also passed away. I think she passed away a, a while ago. But uh, Mr. Daker is fairly recently. So uh, rest in peace, uh, obviously, to both of these individuals. And uh, thank you for the entertainment. Whether you wanted us to be entertained or not, we sure as fuck were. We are, um, and. Uh... We're keeping yes. your memory alive with our show. And yeah, man. Talk. And I think what I think is cool about John Dacre, from what I was uh, uh, the kind of things I read about him, he kind of took it in stride. Like he kind of like laughed it off. He was like, "Ah, oh, you know, you know, I, I, I have that video out there. It was bad, whatever." Like well, that's a good sport. Mm-hmm. You know that that's a good sport to just be like, "Whatever, it is what it is. It's out there. Enjoy it." And like, fuck it. How mad would you get so. if someone put a video of you out there? And it was just terrible. I'd be fucking pissed. You motherfuckers. <laughs> what are you gonna fucking do, man? It's the or once something gets it. on the internet, you're fucked. That's it. You, or you would can't you do roll with it? You know, it's one or the other. You know. Uh, I mean, I have like nine of those fucking uh, nine of those celeb sex tapes I've made that are out there. <laughs> Me fucking my hand. It's it's all over the internet. All over it. <laughs> but anyway, everybody, that was the end of that block. We're gonna take another uh, quick break and uh we'll be back with even more fun and games uh on the kelly radio podcast after this photographer about her. I think I know. Taste the biscuit. Taste the goodness of the biscuit. 
taste the honey sauce. Taste the goodness of the biscuit with the honey sauce. Don't get that honey sauce on me. I don't like the way it tastes with my chicken wings. Taste the biscuit. Taste the goodness of the biscuit. Taste the butter spread. Taste the goodness of the biscuit with the butter spread. To get your butter spread all on me. I don't like the way it mixes with my mac and cheese. Cause when you're at KFC, you got that special sauce to stir my curiosity. Just give me a five piece meal. Oh, what a deal. A big old box, it's all for me. You know I'll take coleslaw on the side. I could tell you wanted to try the potato wedges. of the biscuit taste the honey sauce taste the goodness of the biscuit with the honey sauce get your honey sauce on me I don't like the way it mixes with my chicken wings get none of that honey sauce on me I don't like the way it tastes on my chicken wings Take us out, Moose. Taste, Taste the, the biscuit. biscuit. KYRP, the Kill Your Radio Podcast. Don't you want to see?
Save our planet because it would be good of us. We've got to join and sail away. Life is so beautiful when we are destroying nature. Man is a parasite on his planet, don't you know? We are going to cease. Don't you want to save our planet? Because it would be good of us. Don't ever litter anymore. Thank you. Peace. You 
see West Everton Mall, where fun parks and stores stand tall. You'll see the ice rink glow, to the water park kids can go. In Canada, la la da 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 da. In Canada, la dee 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 dee. In Canada. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. We are back once again. We do hope you enjoyed that other Block O music we played for you. Uh, we played some more great, uh, uh, I, I use the term loosely, music. And uh, we started it Wait, off Before we do another... anything with the music, we want to say that this segment is brought to you by L.A. Gear. <laughs> That's right. L.A. Gear. For the latest in urban streetwear. It's L.A. Gear. You've got the look. That's right. L.A. Gear. Get it now. And while you're local, out, get some British Knights. That's right. Help us out. You know, you can get those at your local... Uh... British Knights. It's about the style. Okay. BKs. The BK, the real BK. Look. Before Burger King, there was British Knights. That's right. When you were talking, when you were on the court and you were balling, and you were like, yo, I'm going to go out and get some new sneakers. Like, yo, what you going to get? The new Jordans? What you going to get? Yo, yo, check it out. I'm getting the new shits. I'm getting the BKs. You know? And when you were talking about the BKs, they knew exactly what the fuck you were talking you know, about. You weren't not... going to get a Whopper. You weren't going to get a fucking Whopper. You were going to get British fucking Knights. British Knights, man. You're like, yo, fuck you with your Jordans. Fuck you with your fucking... Agassiz. I want to look like a fucking divorced dad on a Saturday night. That's what I want to look like. I, I need my BKs, son. You know. That's right. Come on now. Yo, when did they bring it back the Reebok pump? Fly us motherfucker up in that country club. Reebok pumps. All they ever did is just make your shoe a little bit tighter. That's right. And then they would pop and powder would come out and it was like fucking like anthrax in it. Yes. You know, one of my friends, I remember him saying he popped his, his Reebok pumps and like this, like, like, like dust came out. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, I was afraid to breathe it in. Oh, it's like an elder fart coming out of your shoe. <laughs> That's a geriatric fart. <laughs> People don't know this about Will. One time he and I were at, uh, uh, the, the Kmart by um, FIT, and he, you know, went over the little sis- the, the sound system thing, and he goes, uh, attention Kmart shoppers, and he just farted and walked away. That's right. <laughs> you really should do that. We got, a, we got a brown light special, and I just fucking unloaded into the mic. <laughs> Dumped my ass into the mic. Attention <laughs> <laughs> Kmart shoppers. <laughs> <laughs> Just walked away. <laughs> and then, of course, that had an echo on it. You ever see the videos of like when they hold the microphone up to a dog's oh, like, ass and they pull like, the echo on it? <laughs> I think most of those I are saw, fake. 
because it's the same. Part. I saw I saw one the other day. It was like a, I think it was like a Boston Terrier. It scared the shit out of the dog. I felt so bad. Oh, uh, if you've actually farted in the on on the phone, you know there'd be an oily residue on it. <laughs> they would lose. They would lose reception in my entire area. Phone reception. <laughs> it would go dead for a good couple days. People's glasses <laughs> steaming up. Adam always says my farts sound grouchy. I don't even know what that means. Like <laughs> <laughs> it just got one thing. <laughs> like it was just awakened from getting two hours of sleep. <laughs> Hello. Oh my god. Okay, we we need to seriously get to what we're doing here. All right. I don't even know. I can't even remember. We went on such a fucking tangent. So we're on a toasters even... and moose. Taste the biscuit. Yeah. Uh, the first song we played from that last block of music was a duo by the name of Toasters in Moose. And the name of that song was Taste the Biscuit. I, that's right, Taste the Biscuit. My God, and that's a great video. That too, is, like, I found this one on... Uh, another Adam Discovery. YouTube or Instagram, one of them. And at the time, I didn't know it was from a movie. I'm like, what the fuck is Neither this? Neither did I. Are these people playing it fucking like, you know... It was like a... It looked like a Salvation Army or something. Uh, I thought like they are playing out like, it, you know... Thrift store. And Alexander's, or you know, Alexander's. Who goes there? Bloomingdale's exist anymore. Gimbals, maybe. Gimbals, I don't think is around anymore. Bloomies is still around. Is Bloomies still there? Okay, but what about Bloomies Gimbal? is still a thing, dude? Gimbals, Gimbals is not around anymore. And Alexander's, that was the other one, New York only. There was Stearns, that's not around. There Stearns. was Corvettes, that's goes back. That's not around anymore. No, damn it, we had some good shit, but yeah, they're definitely playing out like Gimbals and. uh Yes. Oh man, I like his little keyboard solo. Yeah, my man Moose. That's that's Moose on the keyboards. Uh, this is a this is a two person act. You've of course got you got Moose on the keyboards there, laying down the mean riffs. Uh, a guy by the name of Tom Shaw. That's his real name. And of course, on the vocals, you got my girl Estelle Piper throwing it down uh, with kind of like her. It's almost like a kind of rap singing going on. I'd say. Yeah. Kind of like if your mom's friend just like got on the mic and just decided to like start like spit hot fire, singing you know? drunk at a party. That's kind of like what it would what would happen. Oh my! And then we find out later, you know, doing the research for the show that it's actually from a movie. Um, yes, yeah, a mockumentary by the name of Chickens in the Shadows, which you can find on the YouTube now. Yeah, man, I was all like shit because I actually wanted to buy it because I went to – you could still go to Toasters and Moose if you like what you're hearing here. They are actually still putting out music. Uh, you could go on over to their page on Bandcamp right now, and they actually just put out recently a uh, Christmas album. They did. So if you'd like and you're a Christmas guy or a gal and you and you like Toasters and Moose and you say, hey, I want to hear more from these, these folks, go on over there to Bandcamp right now. I think it's real cheap. You could pick up the EP. I think it might be like six songs. About. And uh, help support. And uh, I think uh, also, if you'd like, you can actually get the exact song that you're hearing here. Uh, you can get a, down a digital download of that off of the uh, soundtrack to the mockumentary, Chicken in the Shadow. They have an entire uh, uh, soundtrack for the movie uh, with Toasters and the Moose on it. I'm not sure if there's anybody else on it. I really didn't look too much into it. I think it's just them. Uh, but uh... but I believe it's just them. See, the whole, the whole premise uh, of the mockumentary is uh, you've got these two, uh, you know, these two singers that supposedly were around in the 70s, and they put out, it's kind of a Spinal Tap situation. 
they put out one record and supposedly the record, you know, whatever reason didn't do well and they kind of bombed and then they just disappeared into uh, obscurity for, for years and years and years. And then finally their manager came to him one day and said, hey, you guys want to get back together and let's do a little tour. It's going to be like a comeback tour. And uh, what it is, is they're touring, I think it's uh, Northern California, the whole, yeah. the Northern California coast area there. Uh, they're like, we're going to get together and just do a little tour of Northern California with you guys, you know, play some of your old tunes, whatever, and uh, we'll see how it goes. But they end up getting these shitty gigs, like they're, you know, they're playing in a fucking like a, like a, like a dinner hall, they're playing in a, you know, like, like we were just saying, like a department store or a, like a thrift store. Something. Um uh, yeah, so it's basically like if you took Spinal Tap and, and, and kind of like flipped it around here and there and changed it, it's kind of a similar situation, I guess. But uh, I watched a little bit of it this because uh, it's on YouTube. It's actually kind of funny. There's a couple funny jokes in it I laughed at. Um, but I'll definitely watch the movie, you know? I'll, I'll... But here's the thing. This is another case where I don't believe that this is a, a band of people that are taking themselves seriously. No, no, I think it's just the movie. I think it is. It's like a, you know... Let's have fun. Let's have I don't fun. think it's, it's meant to go. Type of thing, you yeah, know? right. I mean, they full on, you know, embrace the whole, you know, biscuit. I mean, this is their hit. This is their big, if you call it their big song. This is their big song. Exactly. This is their beat it. You know, this is their big one. This is their beat it. So, yeah. So this is like them going. You know what? This is our big hit. We're going to run with it. And uh, hey, uh, why not? It's an enjoyable, funny little song. I enjoyed it. Laugh, made Adam laugh. It made me laugh. I just, I just laugh about any songs about food. Usually make me laugh. So of course this one made me the laugh. Songs about food are funny. I don't know why they I'm trying funny. to do my, uh, you know, Tracy Morgan or something. You know, um, Brian <laughs> Fellows, Safari Planet. So that was uh, the legendary uh, Toasters and Moose. And uh, hey, man, they're still doing their thing, which is kind of cool. Uh, you know, that's it's good to see. It is. It I is always stuff. like to see if you bring somebody up on the show that they're still kind of out there. It makes kind of gives you a warm feeling to know that they're they're still out there doing their thing. You know what I mean? The next one, uh, all we know is you <sighs> know take that one he's in a band called Nobody. Um, right. We don't know this guy's name. That's another thing. You know, he kind. I don't of, think we uh, ever get his name. Looks like the singer. of ugly kid joe hanging out yeah with... like if you took the lead singer of ugly kid joe and like goo goo dolls and combine i was gonna say mix him up with like bobby butnick you know salute your shirts he was also sam from different but strokes if you had, but a blonde version a, a blonde, blonde version, version of him you know it's just kind of mixing him with ugly That's kid joe comparison. and then he was also in bad for good if you remember bad for good the, the group yeah that was his other band they would have been a little bit bigger but they came out right at the break of grun so Nobody yeah, wanted right, to hear that type was. of rock and roll that they were playing, but right. uh, where is he now since he was Sam and Bobby Butnick? Um, I, I think I see him pop up every once in a while. I think he does signings and stuff Probably. Like that he was also in Terminator 2. <laughs> yeah. Yep, that's right. He was uh, Eddie Furlong's friend. Yeah. Where's Eddie Furlong now? Doing conventions. Doing conventions. You know? Yeah. Dude, Terminator 2. I remember seeing that shit in the theater because I wanted Last to hear. The thing I remember seeing with him was Pecker. That was a good that one. That was a good one, too. John Waters. No, I wanted to see Terminator 2 mainly because I could hear the new Guns N' Roses in it. Terminator 2 is the shit. You know? Love 1 and 2 are fantastic. Dude, fantastic. Terminator 2 Electric Boogaloo was ill. Hell yeah. Dude. Terminator 2, The Temple of Doom, good shit. Yo, Schwarzenegger was an ill breaker. He was, man. He had that popping and locking down. He's a big-ass dude, but man, he gets fluid. He gets fluid with them popping locks, you know? Hell yeah. Holy shit. He could fucking... It's <laughs> ill windmills, yo. 
<laughs> Just imagine his big ass on a fucking piece of cardboard. Look out! Everyone's just jumping out of the way. I'm doing my windmill. <laughs> doing the windmill! And then he has some guy Take in the corner. Do the baby! <laughs> Do the turtle! <laughs> Where's Mark? Where is Mark? Where's Mark? Do the baby! Do the baby! Do the turtle! <laughs> Where is Mark? But, uh... Such an inside joke. Such an inside <laughs> joke, but, uh... This guy, let's just call him Keith. He kind of looks like a Keith. Um, yeah, he definitely does look like a Keith. He's totally a Keith. Uh, he really loves the planet. He does. Uh, this guy, uh, well, well, the song, I don't know if I even mentioned this part, but the, uh, like Adam said, uh, the group is called Nobody. This is a guy who was in this group, and uh, he is appearing on the show, mind you, absent. All the other members are absent. It's just the, the singer. Uh, you know, the drummer, the bassist, everybody else is gone. There's nobody. But he does have a recording of their, uh, you know, the instrumental part of the song that he sings along to. Now, again, okay, before you think I'm just going to shit on this guy for, for laughs, he actually isn't terrible. No. He just needs to kind of be focused. Like, he needs some kind of a focus to, like, you know, this is what, you, you know, it's going to go here, then it's going to be a bridge, and then it's going to be blah, blah, blah. And better subject This, this is just all over the place. And then he just decides to get cock rock in parts, like, out of nowhere. Like, ah, 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 ah. like it just, like, hit these high notes. And then he's also trying to be, like, a rocker Mariah Carey, like. Yeah, I, I don't know what he's doing. You know, he, and he's, he's definitely cock rock, his though, His image sure. doesn't fit the song. Like, you would think, okay, he's, he's definitely gonna... listened to way too much White Lion. He loves like that, White Lion. and he, he loves White Lion. Exactly. Something like that. Yeah, but um, this guy, he loves Jesus. Yeah, he makes that clear at the beginning. Actually, uh, the portion I recorded for the show, uh, I cut that part out. But he's like, you know, uh, this one's for, you know, uh, God loves you, or whatever I think he says, right at the very beginning, and then he rips into the number. Uh, I don't think God, if I remember right, comes into the song at all. I no. think it's just about... It's just about basically, you know, we need to do better for our planet and love each other and all that shit. Our image it's very hippy froze, dippy, by the way. It's very yeah. Your image, your image froze. So, mine, mine is still. Oh good. no, you're frozen with me. All right, but anyway, we can still record the audio. Yeah, we it can. It doesn't matter. But you should see your picture. Your picture is great. Yeah, I know. I'm just looking up. Um, but back to back to this song uh, again. Like we said, the guy's kind of got it like a cock rocky style of vocals. Uh, and this one, of course, like everything else we played, uh, was recorded on some sort of a public access show with the exception of, uh, Toasters and Moose. I think that's the only one that we recorded that doesn't come from a, a public access. Yeah. So this one, I don't know the show. I tried to get the names of all these shows. So if you wanted to, you can maybe try and, uh, track it down. Uh, yeah, we, I think we've saved maybe the best for last, Adam. Uh, oh, we started off. We started we started off with a real good one, and we figured we'd, we'd cap it off with one just as good as the first one. This uh, is my favorite one I've ever seen in my life. This one, this is good. I found on YouTube, and uh, YouTube. Yeah, I said that on purpose. And um, <laughs> YouTube. Oh, oh my God! The very good old B.J. Snowden. Uh, this, of course, is a lady. Uh, you think she's from Canada. She sings so much about Canada. You think she'd be from Canada, but she is not from Canada. She is, in fact, from a town. I don't think I'm going to pronounce this right, so please don't hate on me. Uh, I think it's Balerica. It's pronounced Balerica, Massachusetts. 
It might be Bilerica. Bilerica. It's B I L L E R I C A. So that's, I think, how you pronounce it. Uh, Massachusetts. And like I said, uh, the name of this song just happens to be of in Canada. She sings a lot of songs about it. uh, But it does turn out that uh, BJ Snowden's grandmother is uh, from Canada. So I am imagining that throughout her life, she has been back and forth uh, uh, quite a few times, probably to visit grandma. And uh, because she's been uh, in and out of the country so many times, she's grown to love it and kind of accepted it as her, I guess, her second country, you know, is uh, kind of a thing I'm thinking. And uh, Uh, but that hasn't been said about this. The very second I first heard this, my mouth dropped and I sent it to you. (laughs) And this is another one. You're in a mood that day because something angered you in this world. And I was like, watch it. And then I had to send it to you again. I'm like, watch this now. And you were like, what did I just watch? This is one you watch as long along with with listening because you need the full experience of this video. <laughs> yeah, you got the video. The video is definitely definitely a perfect accompaniment uh, to this song. You've got like random uh, 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 you know shots of, of Canadian things. You've got like you know the landmarks. You've got uh, my syrup. favorite is the maple syrup with the pancakes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> It's like it's like a stack of flapjacks and the maple syrup just pour, slowly pouring onto the pancakes. And then the cream, you know, the the, the, the tip of the iceberg of this one, the the very end. Alex oh, the the, the cherry, baby, the cherry. Yeah. And then the, the cherry on top, and then there's also the uh, little uh, image of the, the the mountie. Yeah, I was just gonna mention that. Yeah. So everything you could kind of like stereotypically include. I think there's like hockey. There must be in there somewhere. You Anything know. that's like stereotypically Canadian is, is kind of shoehorned into this. And uh, uh, she said, it will uh, "Treat you like a king and queen." It's right in Canada. Uh, we'll treat you like. And I think she, I think if I remember right, mentions all the major cities. I think pretty much all of them. She does. Uh, yeah. yeah. She she kind of goes down the line there. Mentions all the cities. What they are kind of big for. Yeah. Each right. Kind of goes. Right. And and, and mentions uh, what they're big for in that particular province. Uh, but, uh, you know, because of her love of Canada and the fact that she sings so damn much about it, uh, she's kind of considered a bit of a cult figure in Canada, uh, yeah. because of that. Uh, again, not a native Canadian, uh, but what other people have said about BJ Snowden, we got a Boston Globe quote here, compared her to Yoko Ono. Uh, I, I wouldn't say as much Yoko, I'd say more Wesley Willis yeah, would probably I, be a more, like a major... Yeah. Because Yoko was art, you know, her right. was... Like avant-garde, weird avant-garde, art art, like she right. was basically... Almost like, noise, art punk, kind of... Art punk and noise scenes, where right. BJ Snowden is just, you know, a weirdo. She's just doing her thing, man. She's, She's out there. Happy. Would, still around, still performing, from what I understand. Well, Most yeah. of the music we played today, I would say especially her outsider music, maybe. That's yeah. That's uh, one of the labels that's kind of gets smacked, uh, uh, slapped onto B.J. Snowden. Um, in, in case you don't know what an outsider label is, it's basically like somebody who doesn't have any kind of formal training who decides to take on that particular occupation. Uh, if if you got somebody who is uh, an outsider, art is another thing. Uh, you don't have any formal training, but you just happen to be a good painter. You've never went to school, 
but you pick up a paintbrush and you just happen to, you know, sling some decent paint. So you're considered an outsider artist. That's kind of the same thing with these performers, you know. Okay. They didn't go to art. They didn't go to music school. They didn't have any, you know, I, I don't know if they had voice lessons. Who knows? They may have privately. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, they're just kind of coming from uh, doing their own thing, coming from their own angles and just uh, going for it. Uh, and uh, yeah, we have a perfect example lessons. here. What? Yeah. What's that? Yeah, BJ had voice lessons. She needs a refund. Uh... <laughs> Can we get a rib shot on that one? <laughs> oh! Oh, snap! <laughs> we gotta put in, I'm so, when I edit this, I'm so putting a, dr- a fucking uh, rib shot in there. <laughs> But uh, but anyway, uh, other things that have been said about uh, B.J. Snowden, uh, Fred Schneider, uh, in case you don't know who that is, the lead singer, uh, or one of the main singers, not the lead singer, singer, but one of the main uh, singers of the B-52, uh, is actually a very, very big fan of B.J. Snowden. In fact, such a big fan that he produced two songs for her. I, I don't know if you knew that. That's random. Can you believe that? Yeah, that is a thing. You know? I go down rabbit holes, Adam. I, when, I, when I look into research, I go down. You go down, and you I go down pretty like deep. A, a podcast version of um, Nardwar. Yes, man. Um, she's also appeared, uh, you know, not only put out the, the, the couple cult records here and there. This one, uh, speaking of which, is off of an album called Life in the USA and Canada. Uh, I would assume that that's kind of the big album. Uh, that's the one that this one is on. And this yeah. is like probably her, her banger. This is the big one. This is the big song. Uh, but whenever you talk about B.J. Snowden online, whatever, this song always comes up. But uh, she's appeared on the Jimmy Kimmel Show, uh, which would be Jimmy Kimmel Live. And she's also made an appearance on The Daily Show, believe it or not. So she's gone around. She's gotten, yeah, she's made her rounds. She's uh, has with, the with, uh, biggest career out of everyone we've played. Yeah, yeah, I'd say. Uh, out of everybody, I'm looking down the list here. Uh, I don't think anybody here uh made it as far as kind of appearing on a mainstream show so hey uh go for her and with uh, the exception of uh i mean titty city they they kind of might be probably second and maybe or toasters and moose but um toasters and moose would probably come second after yeah but hers bj snowden she seems like a lovely person like she just yes 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 of course none of these people were shitting on as human beings uh just basically were questioning their their decision to kind of start recording music <laughs> yeah is, is what we're kind of doing oh here. my god this some is... may res- some may question our ability to, to record a podcast and that's why we do it so yeah. I, i'm not gonna you know oh, i'm not gonna oh. crap on anybody's fucking rainbow oh no no we're not saying we're we're good at what we do we're weirdos cool. we're having fun yeah, exactly that's all we're doing we're having a good time you know hey we exactly. have sponsors um bj that's Smith. right adam and you know what's very popular in canada right now what British Knights and L.A. Gear. <laughs> and I believe uh, another pair of shoes, uh, L.A. Gear, are also yeah, equally British as popular. And L.A. Gear, very popular in Canada. Um, you know, you, you could still get them there. Uh, highly popular shoes. Uh, That's right. L.A. Gear. L.A. Gear. You're always in style. Pause. And back to the show. All right. Uh, that's right. Again, do you want to look like a 58 year old divorced dad at the country club on a Saturday? You do. Everyone wants to. And if you do, you got to get yourself a pair of British Knights. BKs. That's right. Love it. And a bunch of kids. Both, by the way. 
What's that? They still make both. That I can't believe. And they're both on Instagram. Did you know that I did a little research, of course, like I always do. I did it on some I did it a little on LA Gear. And what I found was at the time when they introduced LA Gear into the NBA, actually a few people that were in the NBA at the time wanted to start wearing LA Gear. I think one of them was Carl. I don't know if you remember a basketball player by the name of Carl Malone. Yeah, he was in wrestling too. Carl Malone was with the Utah Jazz. I remember he was yeah. I used to that's when I used to give a shit about basketball. He was with the Utah Jazz. He was a really good basketball player. And he was one of the original guys that they kind of signed on to be like, all right, we want you to go out there, wear these shoes, and say you love L.A. gear, put on the T-shirt, whatever, when you're doing your warm-ups before the game, and promote promote our sneakers. But uh, supposedly, uh, he was one of the people to wear the light-up light shoes for the first time, I think, on the court. Nice. And they said it was too distracting, so he was banned from wearing them. That's awesome. He wasn't allowed to wear them. But yeah, I think he got off one game in the L.A. gears. Do you remember when he was sneakers. in WCW for a minute? When he, I do not. He was a giant man, so I could see that working. He yeah. up with yeah. um, Diamond Dallas Page. Really? Yeah. And would fight Hogan. I got to look that shit up. He, he would I didn't know that. He fought against Hogan. and then It wouldn't be the first time. You've had tons of professional athletes that decide to And that's wrestling. the same time that Jay Leno became a wrestler for a minute. Oh, my God. Yeah. What was his finishing move? Did he hit people with his chin? Him, him, him with my chin. Hey, 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 guys, you finish your move off the top rope with the chin, yeah? Yeah, yeah. motorcycle. <laughs> He's got his fucking face burnt off lately, recently. I heard about that. And also, he loves blue, trees, blue cheese dressing. Oh, my God. And he's, like, always, like, he's so sloppy with his chips, he gets crumbs everywhere. He somehow, maybe in Canada, he found blue cheese-flavored Doritos. <laughs> Remember when he was the sponsor for Doritos? And just, his face looked like a Dorito. Uh, that that was the last song of the day, and uh, that was a little something different. So we hope you enjoyed it. We went kind of uh, we kind of went a little bit out of our circle uh, for this one. Yeah, because we figured let's 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 switch things up. Let's have a little laugh. You know, life. Uh, uh, everybody's taking life way too seriously right now, and it's a, the world is a kind of tough place. So hey, why not let's let, let's get a little cheap laugh while we're while we're listening to the show. So, hey, that uh, we do hope you enjoyed that one. Uh, but we're going to be coming back with another episode of the Kill Your Radio podcast very soon, where we'll be turning to our uh, usual uh, format, where we'll just play in our usual brand O music. So we do hope you uh, come back and join us again. Yeah, and um, we'll have a little shout-out. We'll get a little serious for a minute to, yeah. you know, one of our favorite bands, the specials, um, you know, we lost Harry last week. Yeah, we didn't. Uh, we didn't really have time to squeeze it in until uh, until kind of now. And of course, this show was kind of silly, uh, so I kind of wouldn't have been appropriate to throw it in kind of during it. Uh, you know what I mean? We were too busy <laughs> talking about the silly. Oh, bless you. We were Damn. too busy talking about the silly stuff. So uh, yeah, unfortunately, uh, a legend uh, has uh, passed away. So uh, what we'd like to do uh, with the next episode is kind of delve more into that. We'll of course mention. Uh, you know, his body of work. And uh, we'll probably play a couple specials numbers in there. We'll play some specials, uh, special, a.k.a. maybe even Fun Boy 3. Well, let's do it. You know, let's but um, hope you guys enjoyed today's show of just our zaniness. And uh, yeah, and if you if you like it, uh, let us know, because we'd be uh, we'd be more than happy to kind of return with uh, a similar uh, episode. If you'd like, uh, we'd like to kind of play around and do different things uh, this season. That's kind of like what we've uh, talked about doing. 
So this being kind of like the first example of that. Uh, and if you do like it, let us know. Uh, you could do that by uh, leaving comments on uh, the uh, podcast platform you're listening to us on. And, of course, uh, leaving us a review if you'd like that. We'd appreciate that. Yeah. Hey, visit us on Instagram and all those other places that we are and let us know. Please do. But until then, everybody, uh, we'd like to thank you once again for tuning in to the Kill Your Radio podcast. I, of course, am Fanboy Will. And I'm ZombieBot. And we have just brought you more top-notch entertainment here on the Kill Your Radio podcast. Please join us next time. We love you, everybody. Have a good one. Hey, hey, everybody. It's your good buddy, Fanboy Will here. And I would like to ask of you, the listener, a small favor. If you like all the content you get here at the Kill Your Radio podcast, what better way to show us that you love us than by leaving a little listener review? You could do that by going to any of the podcast platforms we are available on and uh, leaving a comment, uh, just straight up leaving us a, uh, a star-rated review. Anything you can do to let us know how we're doing would be greatly appreciated. In order to do that, please visit us over at www.linktr.ee forward slash the kill your radio podcast and from there just select any of the podcast platforms we are available on and kindly give us a review also if you visit us on our anchor fm page you also have the capability of leaving us a voicemail that's right return to the days of old and leave us a message if we like what we hear we will certainly play it on the air for everyone else to enjoy. As always, thanks for listening and have an amazing day, everyone. Bye for now.